you're listening to the voice that's coming at you right now, that means you're listening to the voice of Nick, the host of the Tennis Podcast. Thanks for joining me. That was the, that was the most awkward. I'm Brandon. That was very <laughs> awkward. That was great. Hey, I'm not anything if not awkward. We don't do second takes. We don't do second takes. And you know why? Because we're live in real time yeah, what, yeah. in your ears right now. When you're hearing us, we are doing it live on your phone. We have the technology to make that happen. Speaking of technology, Brandon, tell them, tell the suckers listening to us right now what this show is about. Each week, one of us brings a list. It's usually a list of 10 things, and the other one doesn't know what's on the list. They try to guess what's on that list. We're about to do that. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah, we are Isn't about to do cute, that. Isn't that cute, everybody? That is cute. Now, real quick, before you dive into even more cute material uh-huh. and tell me what the list is, I want to remind everyone that this is the groundbreaking, long-anticipated 95th episode of the show, which means in about five episodes, or exactly five episodes, we're going to be doing the 100th episode. And if you want to take part and influence the show, go to tennispod.com slash 100. That's 100. <laughs> and you can answer all kinds of fucking questions and shit. You spelled 100. Well, some people might think it's the word one O-N-E, and then dash. 100. Okay. Maybe. Right? They might. Sure. All right, asshole. All right. Let's see how smart you are. Tell me the topic of your list today. So, do you sometimes feel- Smart guy. Wise ass. Do you sometimes feel stressed at your job? No. You've never felt stressed at your job? I know that. No. I kn- no, I've never felt- What is stress again? I know that to be a lie. Everyone has felt stress at their jobs at different times. But today, we're talking about the top 10 most stressful jobs. Based on, based on what? Opinions. The number of people that have called you and said, Brandon, I'm stressed. This comes from News Business <laughs> Daily. Or no, I'm sorry, businessnewsdaily.com. Okay. An article by Simone R. Johnson. Listener of the show. And the data comes from CareerCast. Uh, they do an annual most stressful jobs report. And this was for 2019. It's raked on a number of factors. And then they take those all into account and they give them a score. You want to know what those factors are? Nah, I'm good. And so, they take 11 job demands that evoke stress. And they are the amount of travel, growth potential, deadlines, working in the public eye, competitiveness, physical demands, environmental conditions, hazards encountered, risks to one's own life, risk to the life of another person, and meeting the public. I like how they all get like scarier and scarier (laughs) and the last one is meeting the public. But as you'll see from the list, meeting the public might be the most stressful of all, even more than a risk to one's own life. Is number one being your co-host? It's not actually. Weird. I really was, I really thought that'd be number one. But just to get you started, here are this year's least stressful jobs. Okay. They are from the least, from the most least stressful, whatever, from 10 to 1, hmm. massage therapist. Now, that seems stressful to me though. You know, having to put your hands because, on somebody if they're... And you never know what they're going to look like until they get hmm. there and start undressing. Where a scab might be that you weren't expecting. Booger, or just a an er- bulbous, an errant booger. <laughs> well, it's a it's a massage, right? So you're all over their body, right. not just the face. 
No, I mean, it, uh, that's why I said an errant booger. An errant booger would be like out of place. It would have roamed far away from the nose. Mm. It'd be like stuck to their stomach or something. Well, I'm just thinking of like the fungi that are growing under people's belly flaps and stuff. Like, Because it's not all beautiful people who go to get massages. No, I'd say it's mostly not beautiful people. That's why they do it in the dark. Anyway, that job would stress me out. Pharmacy technician says it's one of the least stressful jobs, but every time I see a pharmacy... I don't understand that. Every time I see a pharmacy tech at CVS, they look pretty stressed out. Yeah, same. Operations research analyst. I'd say that's not stressful because <laughs> nobody knows what you do. Nobody knows how to uh-huh. ask you how to do something. Uh, you are in a corner somewhere forgotten. There's a few of these like that. Uh, jeweler is number seven, which you and I both know. We both recently watched... Uh, what was the name of that? With Adam uh, Sandler. Uncut Gems. Watched Uncut Gems. Now, being a jeweler is probably the most stressful job I've ever seen in my life. It's the most stressful movie I've ever seen. Medical records technician. Not stressful. <laughs> uh, okay. Tenured university professor. That I totally agree with. Not stressful. Yeah. Well, when you put the word tenured in front yeah, of tenured. it, then that, that's the... It's very important. That changes everything. Audiologist. What now? Audiologist. Is that like a Audi, the car dealer? No, uh, Audi. Oh my God, fucking hell. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, for your ears. Nope. Come on, that was good. It's not. Number three is a hairstylist. <laughs> Again, I say, think of all the things that are living in people's hair. And think of all the stupid conversations. See, if I was a hairdresser, here's the number one thing I'd be stressed about. And I'm stressed about it as someone who gets their hair cut. You go in. And a haircut is one of those times when you just have to make small talk with a stranger, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you're just sitting there in awkward silence for a half hour. And so, now I'm a hairdresser. Is that silence awkward? It's for me. Oh, I don't say anything if I don't... You don't say anything, but then they start talking to you, right? I mean, if they talk to me, I'm going to answer, but I'm going to give them a very, sh- a very curt one-word answer. And then I squeeze my eyes shut and make them go away. <laughs> just hope, hope they go away. <laughs> yeah. So, they say like... But don't... If you're a hairstylist and you have multiple people coming in a day, you yeah. have to... Then you're constantly stressed over what am I going to say to this no, person versus that person. you say the same person. thing to every person and you don't listen. But then I'm stressed that they're going to make me talk to them more. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to talk to you. But don't think about your answers. She's not thinking... They're not... He... She or he is not thinking mm. about their questions to you and they're not thinking about your answers so you shouldn't be thinking about your answers either. All right. Just make stuff up too. If you know you're never going to be back there, that's the thing too. If you're going to make up a whole bunch of stuff, you can't go back to that haircut place again. But you could make up whatever you wanted. It's true, I guess. It's kind of like you with your top 10 list. You just make shit up. Well, I didn't. This came from Business News Daily. Have you ever done that where you just told a hairdresser that, oh, yeah, my dad's the president of Ford and... Oh, lied to them a bunch? No, (laughs) I haven't. But now that I thought about it, I I mean, it sounds like an option. Yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah. Live a little. Depends on the size of your city. If you're living in... The size of your what now? It depends on the size of your city. Mm. If you're living in a small town, you can't go bullshitting to every hairstylist in town. Eventually, you would run out. You're going to get caught up on your, in your lies or you could just tell the truth, I guess. Sure, but then you just go to the next town over. <laughs> to the point where you're like, <laughs> by the time you're in your 50s or 60s, you have to take like a three-hour drive to get your hair cut 
and you're terrified that you're going to forget and like not have your story straight. Yeah. It's a total George thing to happen. Yeah. Because you know George would do that. Just like when he drove all the way to the Hamptons to prove to his in-laws that he had a fake house there. Yeah. So, hairstylist. Number two, compliance officer. I don't know what that is. Number one, diagnostic medical sonographer. That has to be stressful. It has the word medical in it. And diagnostic. I think they're just telling you what appears on the sonograph. They're not responsible for saying like, yeah, you're going to die or nah, it's just herpes. No, that's the doc. I think that's like your doctor. Okay. So, this person's the middleman between the x-ray and the, okay. Yeah. They're like, my thing is the fucking sonographer machine, whatever that thing is. Sonograph. What it sonograph. Is that like a... Nobody's better at working this thing than I am and I'll tell you what it shows. And I'm not stressed. Yeah, and I'm totally relaxed about it. Oh, this person is chock full of cancer. Oh, there's a big (laughs) one. Look, that big one's eating a little one. Yep, doctor, this guy is riddled with cancer. You're both welcome. Wink. And you're done. And then that stenographer or whatever the hell he's called goes to the next town to get his haircut. Tells him he's working in Hollywood as a stent man. <laughs> he saunters out of that room, flings a door open. He or she. Yeah. And then jumps into a convertible with golf clubs sticking out of the back <laughs> and just speeds <laughs> off. Yep. No stress here. Okay. So, these jobs are not like that. These are the year's 10 most stressful jobs. Now, are they timely or yes. is that really irrelevant? No, they're all... Okay. This year is this year. The sign of the times. Uh, yeah. Okay. And are these mostly blue collar or white collar jobs? A bit of both. Should I guess? Yes. I don't think this will be on here, but how about the President of the United States? It's not. I used to think it was one of the most stressful jobs. I've since learned... I think it is when you're doing it correctly. Yeah. No, the President is not on here. But when you're not held accountable to anything you say ever or do, then it's it's probably not stressful at all. Fucking breeze. Yep. I think I could do it. Okay. Um, how about just government in general? Is that stressful? There's nothing... Gov- politics. Politician. No, the, none of that. No, that's not it in here. Those guys are only stressed that their video, that videotape of their pedophilic orgies is going to get out there somewhere. Oh my God. <laughs> you just come right out with it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, no, but... They're not in the top 10. What about a doctor? Not in the top 10. What about a police officer? Police officer is number four on the list. I knew it. And what is stressful about being a police officer? <laughs> so, here are the job demands that, that evoke stress. Okay. It says the amount of travel. Police don't have to travel that much. Growth potential. Probably not a ton of growth potential, right? Deadlines. Nah, they don't have any deadlines. Working in the public eye. They've never been more in the public eye than they are right now. Yeah. Competitiveness, physical demands. Yeah, you got to make sure your knees are up to shape. Am I right? Not the police officers in our town, but yeah. I meant for kneeling on people. Environmental conditions, hazards encountered. Yep. You can catch a bullet in that job. Risk to one's own life, risk (laughs) to the life of another person and the dreaded meeting the public. Well, listen, I have to say no matter how you feel about what's happening in the world today, one side effect of all this 
I think there's going to be less people wanting to be cops <laughs> than ever before. You know what I mean? I'm about to, uh, let me, should I drop a Tennis podcast exclusive? Sure. Exclusive breaking news. Uh, have I ever mentioned that I once did the, took the uh, test? You wanted to be a cop. Yeah, I, I did the test to be a police officer. Yes. I did it all. It was like right after I got married. I was still young and handsome. Hmm. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Are I you did, talking about, did you skip to talking about someone else now? Are we still talking about you? I did a written test and a physical test. The physical test was fun because I nearly blacked out and had to like pretend in front of all these other people like I was totally fine. And I'm sure they could tell that like, oh yeah, he's seconds away from un losing consciousness. <laughs> then I had to go to an interview with all these seasoned police law enforcement officers uh, at one end of the of, of like very long, like comically long conference table. Then I did another like kind of interview thing that was supposed to be off the record or casual, except it was recorded. Those things don't go hand in hand. No. Somewhere out there, there's an audio tape of me just like admitting to all kinds of things. <laughs> And I didn't get how the do job. We get, how do we get that tape? That's a future Patreon bonus episode right nah, there. No, it's not that exciting. I did not get the job. They said uh, that I didn't pass my, the written test, which I think is interesting because out of everything I did, that's the part that I know like I had no problem with. Uh, full of yourself much? Jesus, pat yourself on the back a little more, Brandon. God damn. I'm saying I think something's hinky. I think they didn't want me because they knew... They knew I wasn't going to be kissing the ring. <laughs> Have you ever thought about how different your life would be right now if you had gotten that job? Yeah, uh, it would be, yeah, it would be very, very different. And I would have had to work like the worst hours. I would potentially still be working like not so great hours. Yeah. Too stressful, you might say. So, that's police officer number four. Okay. Well, then I'm going to guess firefighter. Firefighter is number two on the list. I fucking nailed it. You know, well, it used to be that only police officers got shot out, but within the last few years, <laughs> I have heard stories of firefighters getting shot at, like they got fire in front of them and then bullets coming from behind them. God. But why? I don't know, because people are dumb and crazy. Hey, I, I forgot to ask, are these worldwide stats or just This the is US? just in the United States. God's country. Got it. Well, yeah, especially, yeah. When we finish this list, I think it will be very clear that it is an American list. Tell me about firefighters. They're so stressed when they're working and just playing pool at the firehouse, huh? Firefighter is more physically demanding than police officers. At some point, they got to stop giving them the annual physical because I've seen some firefighters that I don't think could make it up the ladder. <laughs> yeah. We have seen. In our short young lives, uh, yeah. yes. in a past job that we had together, we saw a lot of firefighters. We spied on, we looked at through, we looked in we the We were firefighters strip club dancers. We looked in oh, the showers of firefighters locker rooms. Did they go in the locker room? <laughs> that was funny, Brandon. <laughs> that was a great joke. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no, we went, <laughs> we worked in an industry that worked with firefighters. We saw a lot of these guys. There you know, are a ton of firefighters that are in like Navy SEAL shape, but there are just as many that are in actual 
big fat like sea lion shape. Sea lion, yes. That's how I'd put it. And they even have the mustache of a sea lion. Yeah. And look, nothing against firefighters. They're friends of the show. We have a lot, we have millions of firefighter listeners listening to us right now. I'm not saying all firefighters are shaped like that. No, I'm just trying to, I mean, you're burying firefighters right after burying police officers. So, I'm just trying to. When you get stressed, you eat. I know I do. The longer you're on the job, the more stomach you're going to have. Yeah. All right. So, that's firefighting at number two. So, then I wonder what number one is. Okay. Well, how about a nurse? Nurse is not in the top 10. Now, I know a nurse is a stressful job, especially right now. You're working long hours, sometimes multiple shifts in a row. You're on your feet at all times. Don't tell me. Tell CareerCast. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. A teacher. Teacher is not in the top 10 either. That's also bullshit. So, should we just make this list? Because we know this list better than career tech or whatever the hell. You're going based off of your feelings, not based off of CareerCast's patented (sighs) stress score. How about cashier or like waiter? No, no, there's no service jobs on here. Tell me when you're ready for help. Air pilot? Air. Air. (laughs) Airline pilot is number three on the list. Now, they just got to put the damn thing in autopilot and then they just sit back, relax and read a Pulp Fiction novel. Ever since September 11th, they also have to know self-defense. They have to know how to John McClane the plane away from a terrorist just Are they case. trained on that or are you just bullshitting around? I don't think any of the pilots are trained in Kung Fu. <laughs> Kung Fu. I love it. That was the, like you're in airline pilot school and you think you're doing great. You know all about flying and then you get to the last day and they're like, okay, to pass the class and become an airline pilot, you gotta, you gotta master Kung Fu now. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in Jackie Chan. <laughs> You got when you can snatch this bean out of my hand, yeah. you will be an airline pilot. So, the airline pilots, are they stressed because of the kung fu training? Uh, I, will, I would imagine they're stressed because of uh, trying to land airplanes when there's all these fucking killer kamikaze geese <laughs> flying around. Geese? Yeah, that's Don't how- they just have a robot that can land the plane by now? Artificial intelligence and shit? The geese are what flew in the plane that went went into the, the river that Sully Sullenberger flew, you know, he had to be a hero and fly. Oh, I, I think he was very drunk. But he flew this plane down. He said, I got to put it down in the river. Tell him we'll be in the goddamn river when they're <laughs> looking for us. Also, okay. hey, do you ever see those videos of people freaking out on airplanes about, I mean, lately it's about not wearing a mask or wearing a mask. No. You don't see those videos of people freaking out, getting into fights and screaming and shit on planes? I see that. uh, Everything else about that besides the plane part. Oh, I see it happen all the time. Anyway, it does happen all the time. People are always going berserk uh, on a plane for one reason or another. And... But the pilot's always separated from that because he has a little door there. Yeah, but not when they're in the air. I always see it happen when people are boarding or getting off the plane. That's when people seem to be the most stressed. And it's also when that little door is open and you can kind of see. <laughs> You're right. The little door is open yeah. and you can see like, holy shit, there are a million buttons in there. That's part of why it's so stressful. Have you ever looked in there and seen how many goddamn buttons are in there? 
Yeah, but I have to think it's like one of those things like, you know, really fancy cars have a bunch of buttons too and you end up not using 90% of them. Plus, guess what? Pilot is the only one who shares 50% of his job with another pilot, you know? What's that other guy doing? It takes two of them to turn on the autopilot button. You think any of those like out of that sea of, of tiny buttons, there's one button in the middle that if you push it like the airplane explodes? Yes. My answer is yes. So, anyway, when you're getting on the plane or getting off the plane, the little door's open. You can see inside of the cockpit. He can see out and he, the pilot, I keep saying he, it could be a she. It could be a she, you fucking sexist pig. I've never personally seen a female commercial airline pilot. Sorry, but I haven't. I'm sure they're out there. I just didn't see one on my flight. Anyway, he or she is up there and they are the cat, like, they're the pilot, but they're also like the captain. You know, it, when you're out at sea, yeah. the captain is the ultimate boss of the boat. He makes yes. the law. He can get people married. The pilot is the captain of the air on that plane and he can make people married. If you want to get married on a plane, can the pilot, he? I don't think so. But he should be able to because it's the same thing as a captain in the water. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't be able to. So, he's the boss of everybody on the plane and he's... You know, people start getting whiny. They said someone's leaning back too far or I saw one video where the lady looked over and like, I don't know if she saw on a laptop or a phone, but she saw that her husband was like cheating on her, like messaging with someone, and <laughs> like showing her his dick or something. No way. I mean, this part wasn't on the video, but that's from what you could tell from what she was saying. That's what happened. But she started like freaking out, screaming and beating on him and slapping him and stuff. And they're kicking her off the plane and then she assaulted someone else and said, I'm going to have your fucking job and... Yep. The pilot... Save that shit for when you land. Well, they... But anyway, the pilot is separated from all that. He wasn't. This was when they were boarding. This is before they even got in the air. I guess before, you know, they turned on the sign that say, put your phone in airplane mode. And he was probably like, I got to send one that last dick pic (laughs) (laughs) before I go in airplane mode. And so, he goes, boop, and the picture goes and his wife looks over and she says, what are you doing? You're texting my friend Franny and she starts slapping him around and screaming at him. And Uh now, because you're in charge of all these idiots, this is now your problem. That's the pilot. That's why it's I disagree. No, you you have flight attendants to do that shit for you. The flight attendant started but this lady outclassed the flight attendants immediately. (laughs) They were flummoxed. They did not know what to do with her. The pilot showed up and then then they had some... Was she old and large? Because that's what I have in my mind. Uh, She was large. She was probably in her mid-30s. I knew she was large and in charge. She was kind of in charge of that plane until the pilot I guess the pilot, all he did was call law enforcement. (laughs) See, you're trying to make the argument that the pilot is so stressed with the situation, but I'm not seeing it. Well, it doesn't mean that he's not stressed. He's just mildly inconvenienced because he's got to get up from his seat (laughs) because before this happened, his feet were kicked up up in the, you know, leaned back reclining in his seat because he's on autopilot. He's up there with the door closed, pulling his hair out saying like, tell me when it's over. (laughs) Okay, so you've gotten... Hey, let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you put your phone in airplane mode anymore? Because I stopped doing that. Yeah, I do. I play by the rules. Here to tell you that the airplane mode thing doesn't do shit. Heard it here first. Well, I'm going to say that yeah, it does. 
Anyway, you gotten three out of the top ten so far. You better get to guessing. Sumo wrestler. Not on here. Don't be silly. Salesman? Salesperson? Nah, the rest on here are kind of hard. Let me lead you down the primrose path with some quality clues. Number 10, this person meets a lot of public, has a lot of travel, and a lot of short deadlines. Journalist? Well, that wasn't what I was going to say. Hold on. Stop guessing. Newspaper reporter is on the list. Oh, come on. Is number seven. Wait, what do you mean, oh, come on? You don't think it's stressful to be a reporter? Have you ever seen all the fucking shit that happens to Lois Lane? It's only stressful being a newspaper reporter because your job won't exist in five years. Unless that's just encapsulating all journalists slash reporters, fine. It's all journalists. the word newspaper like... Journalists. Okay. Well, maybe... So, that's number seven. No, maybe that is some of the stress. Sure, their jobs are going away. That's some of it. Listen to this, like uh, growth potential, deadlines, competitiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Those evoke stress. Sure. Newspaper reporter. Just say newspaper. Why would a newspaper report? Well, I told you Lois Lane. She worked with Clark Kent, right? Is that the way it goes? Yeah, they're both journalists at the Daily Planet. But he was like bulging out of his suit at all times and no one thought that was odd. You mean his muscles? Yeah. Well, he walked hunched over. I don't really know why a newspaper reporter would be super stressful other than, well, they have constant deadlines. That's on here too. Constant yeah, deadlines. Yeah, no, I think that's it. And lack of career growth. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's not much to go up. Yeah. The newspaper itself has shrunk. It's literally shrunk. It's small. Like the newspaper around here used to be bigger. Now, it's the paper itself is smaller and there's fewer pages. It's mm-hmm. becoming a pamphlet. That's great. So, what's more stressful than a newspaper reporter? Uh-huh. Also, a newspaper reporter more stressful than a doctor and a nurse and a teacher, apparently. Yeah. So, blah, blah, blah. According lawyer? to CareerCast, lawyer is not on lawyer. here either. No. What about like secretary or receptionist or something like that? No, not on here. So, there's something that to me is similar to newspaper reporter uh, in that it's in the news. And it has constant deadlines, but it's on a different... News journalist? I think news journalists would fall into this. I also think radio news journalists... Broadcast journalism? Broadcaster. Broadcaster is number five. I could see that being stressful. Yeah, yeah you have like... I know that, you know, they make jokes about like fat guys with goatees or, you know, playing uh, the the golden oldies at the radio station and they're the ones who work those yes. boards and stuff. But being a, a radio broadcaster and having to like know the timing of like when this is happening, when this is commercial stopping and then when the weather guy is going to be joining and then you got to throw it to this ding dong who's down at the polling place who's going to check in on, on voting <sighs> Tuesday. That's a lot to juggle. But when I hear broadcaster, I don't think radio. I think the person holding the mic on TV during the news. Well, yeah, that's another broadcast. Yeah, they do the same thing, only they're just also with a TV camera there. Those people, I could see being stressed because there's a lot of travel, a lot of last minute travel, odd hours. You never have a consistent schedule probably. 
they are constantly having to stand outside. Have you noticed yes. that like, like uh, they'll have a story on, I don't know. Butts? A legal development. Biggest butts? A legal development in a criminal case, right? There's no place for the on-the-scene reporter to go to, right? They, they weren't allowed in the courtrooms closed to reporters, but they have to be live for the six o'clock news from somewhere. So, like, yeah, like us. Right? So, they got to put them somewhere and they'll just stand them outside of the courthouse. And it could be fucking 101 degrees outside and they'll throw to the reporter who's standing there in like a button-up shirt or like a nice dress with a jacket on it and stuff in full makeup in the hot sun just so they can report on what happened like hours ago inside that building. Like just, you can stand inside and tell us that. You don't have to go stand no, I'm by. With you. you don't have to go stand by the courthouse just because it happened there. Sometimes they do it during the weather, even though this story isn't about the weather. They'll be standing in the pouring rain talking about something, and you're like, "You don't have to be outside for this. You could go inside." I think if I were to play devil's advocate to your correct points, <laughs> uh huh, I would say devil, the devil, and or his advocate would say it captures the viewer's attention more. It makes it more interesting. Instead of just standing in front of a static background or a green screen. Except they've done it so much now that now that is. But, you know, if they really want to catch your eye with the six o'clock news, they need to have more. Yeah, someone juggling naked. Right. Yeah. Like flashing lights in the background. Neon signs. Animated segments. They should be reading their little thing to the camera as broadcasters while pogo sticking. I mean, why not? They have all the duties. You know, the regular haha <laughs> duty. They're duty. all the regular job of newspaper journalist, but also they got to be right on the spot with TV stuff. Johnny TV on the time. spot. Johnny on the spot with TV timing. No, it's a stressful job. But I would say the people that manage those people might have the more stressful job. Yeah. The... Because those people are the ones keeping time. Those people are the ones writing the segments. Those people are the ones getting in touch with whatever location they need to do the news at. The producers so, and directors. Yeah. Maybe broadcaster is encapsulating all of those who make a broadcast happen. The director, the producer, and the on-air talent. Yep. We'll never know because... We'll never know. We'll never know. Hey, I was looking at the list again in front of me mm -hmm. and firefighters number two, right? Yep. And they're already very stressed because they're way up at number two, but I thought what could make them even more stressed. Imagine if when they put their, there's a fire, right? And they're in their fire truck and they're going full speed. They're running the red lights. Yep. You know, people are moving over to get them through. Haul they're going ass. as fast as they can. They, they haul ass. They slam the brakes right in front of the fire. They get out. There's, you know, 10 firefighters unrolling the hose all the way to the fire hydrant and they hook it up to the fire hydrant and they say, go, go, go. And they turn the fire hydrant on and then they got to wait there because... I knew where this was going. It's peanut butter. Yep. <laughs> so, now, the peanut butter is slowly being pushed. <laughs> well, if it was under high pressure, wouldn't it come out fast? No, because it's still gooey peanut butter. But, and so, that but fire under, would... Under pressure, it would still come out fast. Yeah, maybe. I think you could shoot... You could easily shoot peanut butter out of a hose. <laughs> but would it, bl with enough would it put out the fire? Yes. You would... Well, okay. you would probably knock down most of the house too. <laughs> well, you're right. Let's take a step back. If peanut butter had always replaced water since the beginning of time. Okay. That's, that's the scenario. But, no, 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 stop. The scenario 
that we're talking about is peanut butter has always been the replacement for water. It didn't just happen overnight. So in this scenario, in this alternate universe, they would have built the fire hydrant to handle the fast pumping out of peanut butter. You're right. Absolutely right. But they also had to find a way to kind of dense out the peanut butter a little bit to not have it destroy every building it slaps into. This is why saying that if peanut butter takes the place of all water, <laughs> logic immediately breaks down and nothing makes no, sense No, it doesn't. Anymore. No, because, there's a, because then, think about it. The building is still standing. It's rocked a little bit from the peanut butter pressure. The building would but have then... long been covered in peanut butter because it <laughs> rains peanut butter. <laughs> That's where I'm going next. So, but then they come and bring like big squeegee things. Like, you know, when you go up to the gas station and they have right next to the pump, they have those squeegees you yes. can get out. And it's called, like, yeah, they're called your... squeegees. <laughs> you, get, you get some of those and they have those specifically designed to quickly remove peanut butter residue. A regular from squeegee would do and... that. <laughs> okay. Well, this one's extra designed okay. because a regular squeegee would leave residue. Okay. This one so, gets it. But then you also have to think, you know, these guys are sweaty and they just put out a building with peanut butter. They want a drink. They're not. Their drink is now peanut butter. Their sweat is peanut butter. (laughs) This is absurd. Okay. Well, now you see why this is fascinating. Yes. The possibilities and the discussion points are endless. We could go on and on on this. And that's why it's a fascinating scientific breakthrough discussion. Well, you have. Two, three, four, five <laughs> left on here. All right, okay. And they start getting harder. Is there anything like office worker based? Yes. Personal assistant? No. CEO? You're getting warmer. Executive? Vice president? There's two types of executives in here. Chief financial officer? Number nine, senior corporate executive. Okay. And they're so stressed because they're thinking about all the foreign islands they're going to store their money at. Have you ever seen a really stressed out senior level corporate executive? Don't they all seem like everybody's handling most of their stuff for them and they get presented options and they choose one of those options and everyone applauds them for their visionary leadership? I've definitely seen some stressed out executives. And I think, you know, if this is including executives of like startups, that's a lot of like founders and stuff, CFOs. I could see that being stressful. But your typical like well-established corporation that filters through different executives every year can't be that bad. No. Not as bad as a, as a doctor. They've got golden parachutes. Yeah. If you're a senior corporate executive, just go ahead and fucking unsubscribe from our show because you're not welcome here. But subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah. You can go to patreon.com slash tennispod. Should definitely do that. It's very stressful coming up with like, uh, you know, what kind of wacky Friday you're going to (laughs) have. It's true. Now, that's number nine, that senior corporate executive. Number eight is a specific type of executive. It's public relations executive. Hmm. There's the public sneaking up again. Dealing with the public. I mean, meeting the public is, was the last thing on their list. It was seemingly more stressful than like physical demands, risk to one's own life. Meeting the public. Well, yeah. Except I don't think you really meet the public as a public relations executive. Don't you just talk to other public relations people? 
Yeah, when when you first said meeting the public, I took that to be like waiters and waitresses, people that have to deal with asshole customers. I think that's more stressful than a public relations executive, but that's not what's on the list. I think being a bartender or waiter in a busy restaurant would stress me out more than anything below number four on this list. So far, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's pretty weak public relations executive. Explain yourselves. Explain why you feel so stressed. My best guess is they also have a lot of deadlines to deal with Mm -hmm. and they're having to satisfy. There's a lot of pressure on them to deliver and perform. From senior corporate executives. From senior, exactly. You got it. I mean, that's my best argument for them being this high. But you know, they have the data to back it up. So, who are we to, who are we to argue? CareerCast is God here. We're just... It's true. This is the Bible that we're looking at. We're just sweet little angels. Okay. So, there are three left. Okay. Yeah. The last one that I think does not belong on here at all is number six. Is it a pen manufacturer? No. But it is a job that you and I have worked near. Marketing? No. Near. Sales? Accounting? Fucking stop. (laughs) It's a job that you (laughs) and I have worked alongside or near in the past. Think what is something that takes a ton of coordination thinking years out, uh, demands travel, it has tons of deadlines, tons of competing deadlines, physical demands. Like conference planning? Event. Event, event planning. Event coordinator is number six. Fucking knew it. On the list. Now that one I can definitely see. Yeah. It, firsthand or I guess second. You know, I guess I take it back. This one is pretty stressful. Because in a previous job, we did work around some event coordinators, lots of event coordinators and saw that like, it takes like some of these big conferences you go to, I don't know if it like comes across that way or maybe not all of them are done like this, but they start working on that stuff. Like the minute one ends, they start working on the one for the following year. It's a lot of work that goes into it. Those are the real heroes of America, event coordinators. Not teachers and not doctors. And not nurses. And not firefighters. Event coordinators. They're Event much coordinators. more stressed. Yeah, they're number... Isn't that... I mean, great point. This, this is definitely not take it, taken... Uh, even before COVID, isn't it being a nurse or like a paramedic? Yeah. I was surprised that paramedic wasn't on here. Because, you yeah, know, you have like... Well, that might be included with firefighter. Maybe so. And firefighters the same way in that you would have like hours of boredom and then you get a call and it could be the most like intense few minutes of your life or someone else's life. And like for the last six hours, you've been staring numbly into space and then all of a sudden. Think about all the peanut butter in that hydrant. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but not the... <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you be thinking about that? But none of that shit, none of that can shake a stick at event coordinator. Yeah. All right, and so of the two that are left here, number you got number ten and number one. Is number one surprising, or is it going to make sense when I hear it? No, I guess it'll make sense. I don't know. Circus showman. No. Well, let's let's concentrate on number ten. Okay. Number ten to so go back to the eleven job demands that evoke stress. This one has a ton of travel. It's nothing but traveling. Not a lot of growth potential. I guess technically there's deadlines. Your taxi driver? Yes, it is a taxi driver. That was an impressive guess. 
Shit. All right. Let's pause. No, I feel like we should pause and let this moment really sink in for everyone. I feel- We can't just go past it. We need to live in this moment. Well, I'm there. I'm already so living stop. in it. I started living let's in pause. it. pause. Immediately. Breathe it in. And I want everyone when you dream tonight to think about, damn, I wish I could be as good as Nick at guessing the number 10 on list. I think it's more like, I wish I could be as fucking good as a clue giver as Brandon. Oh, yeah. So, taxi driver, I, I honestly can't say I've ever met a taxi driver that seemed particularly stressed. Other than like road rage type stress. Have you seen a road, road rage with a taxi driver? I've definitely seen taxi drivers that are like, you know, when you like throw up your hands and then let them drop on the steering wheel being like, ah, what? Ah, that sort of thing. Yeah. And a lot of whispering under their breath, like fucking dumbass shit like now, that. Now, are these like yellow taxis or are these um, Ubers? Well, all, all the above. Have you gotten that from an Uber driver? Um, def- well, no, just the like under their breath sort of thing sometimes. But have you ever thought about what a stupid thing road rage is? <laughs> well, what I'm thinking here is with the taxi driver or the Uber driver, unless someone hops in and says like, and if you get me there in 20 minutes, there's another extra hundred bucks for you or something like that. Why the fuck or do you- Or follow that car. Other than someone like, like, are you muttering on your breath because you're trying to get there faster and people are slowing you down? Like, what do you give a shit? I think it have? has to all be road rage. Think about how stressed people in general get driving. They're constantly angry yeah. at other people. <laughs> There's something about driving where even the nicest people in the world become like their animalistic instincts come out. idiots. <laughs> of like hatred. I mean, it happens to all of us. Like, all we need to do is be more patient and understanding because yeah. anyway. But there are a lot of idiots on the road. I'm not discounting that. But it's just funny how it brings out the worst in all of us. Well, I guess... Taxi drivers have had the worst brought out in them. Brought them all the way up to number 10 on this list. Well, also low wages. I mean, I don't think they make a lot. No. I, think, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think they make a lot. At, at least looking at this list, they probably make the least on this list. So, that, that adds the stress too. Yeah, every time I get in, in a taxi, three things happen. It's hot, it's stinky, and I find out that they have another job. It's always a little bit stinky. Yeah. Are you sure it's not? Nope. It's you, not me. Not me. That's the constant. And every taxi you get in, you're in it. So. Well, I. Maybe it's something about being in the enclosed space that kind of brings it out. I don't make a lot of body odor. Hmm. Okay. I don't. We'll see if the people buy that one. It takes a lot for me to work up a funk. We'll see if they buy what you're selling. All right. So, number one on here, if we're talking about. I mean, they hit a lot of these. Lumberjack. Now, let me read through these again and think about like what you could okay. do that it, honestly, every single one of these, literally every one of these stress evoking factors is a factor in your job. The amount of travel, growth potential, deadlines, working in the public eye, competitiveness, physical demands, environmental conditions, hazards encountered, risk to one's own life, risk to the life of another person, and the dreaded, feared, most distressful <laughs> meeting the public. I do like how that's after two death-related ones. Uh-huh. Pirate. A pirate would... You're getting warmer with pirate. 
Is it a seaman or a... No, but a, again, closer. A sea captain? Kinda a, get, a fisherman? You're kind of getting there. Well, I mean, get away from the sea so much, but you're kind of getting there. Oh. Okay, so it's like a pirate and a fisherman and a seaman, but not but in the yeah, sea. Don't, Is that what you're you don't get hung up on the sea part. So, what are... Okay, so let me think about this for a minute. Lots of physical demands. Construction worker? Uh, they are... Some, I mean, they do it all. Sometimes called upon to build things. You got to get... I don't know. Uh, all right, give me one more hint without giving it away. Without giving it away. Hmm. How is a pirate? Like, <laughs> I'm really caught up. De- I'm really definitely up deserve to be number one on this list, I think. I wouldn't have guessed that this would be on the list. And if I tell you why, you immediately know what it is. Like I said, it is a purely very American list. Very American. NASCAR driver? <laughs> no. Risk to their life. There is a risk for their life. Yeah, and the lives of others. And a lot of travel. Not a lot of growth potential. Lots of physical demands and environmental conditions can also be... Re- oh, is it, it's, it's um, like oil rig people? Or, or, uh... No, that is a good one. I think that's physically dangerous, but I don't know that it's stressful or more stressful than these others. Certainly not more stressful than an event coordinator or public relations executive. No, don't be silly, Brandon. All right, I don't know. What is it? Enlisted military personnel. Oh, that's cheating. Yeah. (laughs) You see, isn't it like at first you're like, well... I would have never guessed that. I never would have thought of, thought of it as like a job, but it, you know, it is a job. People do get paid for it. I guess. It's just different because you're also part property of the Defar- Department of Defense, I suppose. The Department? Department. Yeah. Department. Now, listen. Now, go back through these. The amount of travel involved. They can send your ass yeah. to the other side of the world. Gro- and you do it in a tank. <laughs> Growth potential. Deadlines, working in the public eye, competitive physical demands, environmental conditions, risk to your lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree that it is probably the most stressful or one of the more stressful ones on the list. Well, better them than me, am I right? Uh, <laughs> sure, some people say thank you for your service. <laughs> some people say better them than me. Well, thank you for the service too. That was right on the tip of my tongue next to say. It also is weird to say thank you for your service for something people also get paid for too. Right. And you get a ton of benefits. I remember I was talking to someone once that was enlisted military personnel Mm -hmm. and they said that like when they go into restaurants and they happen to be in their uniform for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. people would like like stand up and applaud and cheer (laughs) from their seats (laughs) and that would just make me really uncomfortable personally. But My brother was in the military and he made a point to not wear his stuff. Like, I think he wore on the plane ride home once and then it made him uncomfortable. He never did it again. Yeah. The attention. So, that top 10 most stressful jobs list again is number 10, taxi driver. Number nine, senior corporate executive. Number eight, public relations executive. Uh, Almost as stressful as number seven, newspaper reporter. Yeah. Number six, event coordinator. Number five, broadcaster. 
Number four, police officer. Number three, airline pilot. Number two, firefighter. And number one, enlisted military personnel. Yeah, I would say like half of these I would have expected and half I would not have. A half I don't think are any more stressful than just any other person's job. Public relations executive cannot be any more stressful than like just like my job or your job on any given day. And I I am surprised to not see sales on here. I mean, not like I would put sales behind like a nurse and shit, obviously, but considering what is on here because sales is super deadline driven and there's a ton of pressure to deliver, your income is entirely based on your performance. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, calling foul on this list. I mean, it was bullshit from the time that we saw number seven on the least stressful jobs list was jeweler. It's true. Yeah, why'd you bring us this shitty list, Brandon? Uh, well, because I had to. You had to, yes. Uh, it's a tough job. Stressful job. Somebody's got to do it. Well, speaking of stressful jobs, I was looking uh, back at our stressful past on the show, uh, at some of our past episodes, and back in episode 14, which feels like a millennia ago, in episode 14, we covered, I think you brought the list that time too, it was the most common workplace injuries. Mm-hmm. And then in episode 21, you brought a list of the deadliest jobs in America. So. Yep. Here we are, 70-ish something episodes later I'm a very with this one. So career-oriented. You, you are. If only you were this career-oriented in your career, in real life. Nope. Yeah. Well, that was the most stressful jobs in America. And if you are one of these jobs, then you're in our thoughts and prayers. Yep. Best we can do. Yep. We hope that this show has de-stressed you at least a little bit and... Is there anything you want to plug, Brandon, before we go? Nope. All right. Thank you for listening. If you just can't get enough of us until next week's episode 96, then you can follow us on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Insta at 10ishpod. And Brandon, I'm going to spell it out for him. Uh-huh. Good idea. One, zero, I-S-H-P-O-D. Don't forget to take the questionnaire at 10ishpod.com slash 100. And happy stress, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks.